This is us. Oh, this In is the us. flesh, baby. He exists. <laughs> We're not just the voice. Dr. Boxer. And I just turned 40. 40 is the new 25. Yeah. Yeah, he's still a youngster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to Doc and the Boxer. A couple of exciting announcements. We are now on YouTube. Check us out, Doc in the Boxer. Subscribe, press a like if you like what you hear. If you yes. have any comments that are constructive, we'd love to hear it as well. Mm -hmm. I'm the and Doc. Never talking negative about a fighter. Like, he's a bum or he's this. Because anyone that ever gets in the ring deserves so much credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we're trying to keep everything positive, try to keep the po uh, comments positive and constructive. Yes. And, uh,. We got a lot of respect for the sport, so mm -hmm. we want to show respect by, you know, not not being uh, not being a potty mouth. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So, I'm the doc. I'm a chiropractor, doctor of chiropractic. Been doing chiropractic for 25 years. Mm -hmm. Took up boxing 15 years ago. Love it. Trained two, twice a week. Mm -hmm. uh, used to spar up until the age of 50. Um, but still trained now, and um, and I treat a lot of former pros, and I treat uh, currently a lot of amateur fighters and some of their trainers too. So I'm very familiar with injuries and, and boxing injuries. I'm very much involved in the game. Love the game, man. Can't stop talking about it. That's why we're doing this. This is it. Uh, this is a great platform for people to voice their opinions on boxing and us to voice our expert opinions. <laughs> Rexfords. From the inside and the out. Mm -hmm. That's what's unique about this podcast uh, is that angle that we're going to provide for you guys. Yeah, we so. need this dude's information from the inside. And so. we need him as well. Yep. Ten caliber team. Yep. Slip, pop, pop. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about, uh, give us your bio, buddy. So me, I'm a two-time Olympian. Um, I went to the Athens Olympics, Sydney Olympics. I was a two-time Commonwealth Games medalist, bronze and silver. I got ripped off um, bad and twice. Really, one was really bad. Um, anyways, Pan Am Games, I won a bronze medal. The under-19 World Championships, I won a silver medal in Cuba. And I fought the Cuban in the finals. Um uh, fought some big name guys that are yeah, big names now. A, a lot of great fighters, uh, Rigandiao, some some really great fighters. Mares, you fought? Abner Mares fought him three times, beat him twice. Beat Juan Manuel Lopez three times out of three fights. I don't know if that's such a big accomplishment. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, no, we'll you give it to you. My we'll give it to you, buddy. We'll give, me give this, it to you. Man. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. <laughs> He was a world champion. He was. He was. You can't Puerto take that Rican from world. him. Yep. He had a, a lot of... Um, he was propelled to do really well in, the, in, in professional boxing, but it didn't really pan out. No, he did up until he met Ponce de Leon. And Ponce de Leon. And Ponce de Leon. Yep. And Ponce de Leon fought before, too. That's right. Oh, wow, yeah. man. That was a crazy fight. It was in... It was in... Uh, um, no, uh, sorry. It was in Saskatchewan. And it was Canada versus Mexico, and I gave him I gave him two A counts, and he lost a point because he kicked me, and we got in a little skirmish, <laughs> and I still lost. 
Oh, man. In Canada. Only in Canada where they'll rip your own fighters off. So you can't kick in boxing? <laughs> no, it's not kickboxing. Oh, man. Um, by the way, check out... Uh, I've seen some of your fights on YouTube, of course. So check, up, check out Andrew Seek and Destroy Cooner on AK YouTube. Some day. great fights. I love that fight in England. Highlight knockout of that British fighter. That Thanks. was beautiful. Thank you. Um, that's the only reason I started training with you because of that knockout. <laughs> showed me you knew what you were doing. That's what I showed to people. I'm like, really? I really box. Look, this is me. I'm boxing. It's real. Because there's a lot of other ones that a lot of trainers say they've done it. They haven't really been in the ring. No, this and, is the real deal here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, shout. Buddy, we got a bit to talk about. Yeah. So. Um. It's so the good big fight last night. Yeah. What do you with Hurd? Yeah. Let's um, talk about that. So this Julian was, Williams. Julian Williams. Yeah. A great fighter from Philadelphia. Another Philadelphian fighter. Actually, today we're going to discuss a few topics that involve Philadelphia. The boxers from Philadelphia. We're going to speak about Bernard Hopkins as well. Things like that. Yeah, um, Danny Garcia out of yeah, Philly. Yeah, there's a, a lot of good fighters. Tough from guys. Rosado. Rosado. Yep, a lot of a lot of good fighters. Um, so this fight last night, and and Julian Williams being from Philadelphia, yeah. and he fought Jared Hurd, and Hurd is an outstanding fighter, World undefeated. Yep. he was undefeated. Six foot one, big, tall, hundred fifty four yep. pounder. Nineteen and zero was he? He's just a, a, amazing. Um, the record was. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty it. sure it's nineteen and zero. Okay. Yeah, tough, uh, tough kid. Really, too. really tough fighter. Really good fighter. And and this fight was in Virginia, and that's kind of Virginia is like near his home. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a lot of fans cheering for him. In right, that fight. right. He's from Maryland. I, Akik, Akokik, Maryland. Some, oh, sorry, no. He's 28. And, um, Jared no, sorry. He's 28 years old. Yeah. Is what I mean. Yeah. So he's relatively, yeah. It's a young, these guys are still in their prime, and their prime is r- around that age. But, you know, I, just looking back at some of his fights, too, um, he takes a lot of punches still. You know, and so he likes to fight inside the phone. He booth. does because, and you saw the fight, I, and I, that fight was in the phone. In booth, the phone, a lot booth. of rounds, right? And, and he takes a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. He gives a lot back. And Julian Williams knocked him down in the second round. Yes, he did. Oh man, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. So you know what? One thing I like, Doc, sorry, and sorry yeah. to cut you off, is because yeah. at the weigh-in when they both weighed in with each other, and Julian Williams is only five eleven. And six one is um, is Jared Hurd, and Hurd is going like when they're weighing. He's yeah. tall. Let him consider like he has a good height. He's like, you know, yeah. you can never underestimate anybody. Uh, no. David Goliath, you know. Yeah, and I mean, uh, look at look at Canelo and Fielding. Canelo was much shorter than Fielding. Yeah, look but at, those you know, guys were different ca- caliber fighters. Yes, yeah, true, true. But it was it just for the height comparison. Sugar yeah. Ray Leonard, when he would in the face off, if the guy was taller than him, he would stand on his toes. Yeah, and the guy wouldn't know because he's not looking down at his feet. 
He's got to be considered one of the best fighters ever for Sugar Ray Leonard. Leonard. A- absolutely. One of the best ever. Absolutely. And one of the, I love um, that. I love the way he fought, too. And again, we're in that nice, uh, we're in that, that we've kind of come full circle from the 80s and yeah. the early 90s. That yeah. was the 147. Yeah. Are, yeah. are such a deep, exciting uh, weight class right now. Yeah, the the Walthway division definitely. Yeah, this this one was more junior Walthway. It was one fifty four. One fifty four. Yeah, and the, this division is really heating up as well. Too is really heating up, and so anyways, heard so um, he came into the ring with the Washington Redskins marching band. So they were playing, and then followed by then he then his his brother, who's also a rapper as well, named Young Slick. I don't. There's a lot of these young, young this, young that. I don't know. I can't keep up. But he had his rapper brother come in. Bring it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and and one Williams, he had to strip to uh to make weight, so he had a hard time making that 154 pound limit yeah i was kind of i was kind of surprised uh by that because he talked a lot of you know a lot of crap talking shit talking and and uh you, you know you gotta back that up obviously in the mm-hmm. ring but you also gotta you gotta be professional professional and, and yeah you do. On, on, you do i i never really understood how you cannot come in on weight yeah these are pros plus they got teams working with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm but yeah, so he can't. He had a little tough time making the weight. Obviously, he had a tough time making the weight, and that. Um, but it didn't show in the fight because apparently he clearly won this fight. I yeah. mean, I you watch it, dog. I yeah. I just saw highlights. Um, but uh, the scores were one sixteen, one eleven, and one fifteen, one twelve twice. Yeah. So that if you knocked out the champion, yeah, you got, always gotta. Con- you got to really beat the champion to take his belt. So he clearly wanted the scores like that. He absolutely did. I agree with, excuse me, with the 115, 112. Um, he, was, uh, he was pretty dominant in the exchanges. Uh, there was a round, I can't remember which round, where um, uh, Hurd was making his mark, starting yeah. to make his mark. But yeah. it just was, yeah. you know, Julian didn't let him take that moment mm-hmm. you know and, mm-hmm. and came back right away and that's another thing if you let a if a guy starts getting momentum you got to stop that momentum and that's what i respect also yeah. about julian uh williams he stopped the momentum any momentum that mm-hmm. heard got by immediately coming back with combinations and uh maintain that throughout the fight and he deserves to win that fight and that, that's a key right consistency being consistently yeah. you know throughout yeah. the throughout the whole fight and I would say get get weaker to get stronger, not weaker. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, we forgot to mention that there's there's a big basketball game on tonight, and that's uh, Toronto Raptors game seven. I'm only bringing this up because um, I train Kyle Lowry's wife, and she's a really good boxer. And we're talking about Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They're from Philadelphia. Kyle Lowry and and his wife and. And she's we do we work out twice a week, um, um, and she's a really good uh, pa- on the pads. She's awesome. really hits hard, man. They're really good, and actually trained Kyle Lowry as well too yeah, in the yeah. off season last year. 
So yeah, boxing's just an all-around great way and to they train know, for you any know, sport. You know what, Doc? Like Kyle himself said when he came and trained with me, and then he was just like, "Wow!" Like the like he felt it was like a different conditioning, right? Yeah, boxing is absolutely. Then not to say professional athletes, professional basketball players, they're in fantastic shape. Boxing is a kind of different, different uh, level. anaerobic. Yeah. capacity type of a absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. and and the recovery is just a short mm-hmm. minute recovery which is not a lot really yeah. but you got to recover and then you got to get oxygen lactic acids got to get out of away from those muscles and yeah. quickly yeah yep. and then you got to get get back going again mm-hmm. and have a little bit of endurance over three yeah. rounds the lactic acid that's what uh, it slows you down yeah, it causes pain in the muscles, mm-hmm. slows it down, and you need oxygen to grab that lactic acid molecule and pull it away. And if you're not perfusing a lot of oxygen to the muscle, yeah. you're going to slow down yeah, the fatigue yeah, pretty for quick. Sure, for so sure. that's what that's what generally that's what boxers have is they they they're able to get oxygen yeah. into those muscle groups yeah. uh, quickly during that minute of recovery, right. and then they're ready to go again. Yeah. And that's a good sign of conditioning is how fast you recover. Right. So boxers are at the high end of that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, um, um, so this is what Julian Williams said after yeah. the fight. He goes, "I'm just, and I like to always read quotes from what the people, what the fighters say after the fight, especially because your emotions are running high. You're you're speaking the truth. Yeah, for that's sure. a great point, right? And." He's just like, I'm just overwhelmed. This is such a great feeling. It out, I outclassed him. I'm one of the best fighters in the world. Maybe I wasn't ready for the first title for, shot that he got. And that's what he's referring to with uh, Charlo? the fight with Charlo. Yeah. Um, uh, for, and that was in 2016, Jabron Charlo. Uh, so he's, then he goes, I'm one of the best fighters in the world. Maybe I wasn't ready for the first title shot. Um, I took the loss. I took it like man, and the whole world doubted me. I went into this fight as a five to one underdog, and I still I won this fight. And six foot one versus five eleven, height wise, right? Right. So, so you got to look at a couple things. Then number one is um, how much he improved in three years from twenty sixteen mm-hmm. to twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's the first thing. Number two is, um, mentally, not just his technique improved and, and his skill, but mentally his toughness, because that was a tough fight. Yeah. E- even though it was 115, 112, mm-hmm. those three round differences mm-hmm. were still some of the rounds anyways, except for the, the, the second round. Those Herd's were close Her was man. one of the top, guys. one of the top guys out yeah. there. So that's 154. Um, any of the Charlo brothers come back and uh, fight for that belt at 154? Yeah, it's an interesting division. Like, a lot of weight classes in boxing are really interesting. And Charlos are always dangerous, very dangerous. Good fighters. Yeah. A lot of good talent, man. A lot of good talent. Yeah. Um, I, I, so that's... I'm, I'm wondering if... One, because... Uh, not long ago, after Jarrett Hurd's last fight, mm-hmm. I can't remember which Charlo brother, but one of them, Jamel, also, Jarrell, yeah, 
And he want, I think he even came in the ring after the fight, mm -hmm. and he want, he wants to fight Hurd. Yeah. He's mouthing off and wants yeah. to fight Hurd. Yeah. Now that Hurd's lost. And they talk a lot, them oh, Charles. Yeah, they're pretty good man, talkers. They talk, man. They talk. They're from Houston, Texas. Yeah, so they got a little bit of that uh, southern yeah, slang. Yeah, southern. But are, are they going to... So now that Hurd lost, you think one of the brothers will come back to 154 and fight, uh, fight Julian Williams? He's got it for a belt. The re and the revenge. And, yeah. Revenge, my brother's defeat, my brother's honor. Yeah. He must revenge. Right. Right. But I think he um, got the rematch. Uh, yeah, there's a rematch right? clause that he said he wanted to exercise immediately okay. right after. Yeah, which is fair because he's a Again, top guy and he was undefeated up until probably that point. Be the It was controversial, too. Probably be the same result, man. IBO, WBA titles, and and... Uh, and beat a great fighter and hurt. And that just shows you and tells you the importance of not quitting just because something happens. Yeah. You know, it's not like over. Like, just an example for me. I remember in the in the 2000 Olympic qualifier in Tampa Bay, and that was the first qualifier. And my first fight, I fought a Colombian fighter. Um, you may remember that Yanni Perez. Uh, Yanni Perez. Do you remember him? He Sounds fought really familiar. He he was a he was an IBF champion. I think he had one reign. Um, anyways, I beat I beat him in the first fight. Then I fought a Puerto Rican guy, Carlos versus Salid. Um, he he was very controversial, but anyways, I lost. So two weeks later, I had to go back to the next Olympic qualifier, and that was in Tijuana, Mexico. This is two weeks after I just was. I really felt I would qualify right away, and I felt I was one of the best fighters in my weight class. Yeah. And that that loss for me in Tampa Bay, that was so demoralizing to me. I'm but sure. right away, I had to hop back on the horse and get on there because I had to be like, I, I can't quit. I This happened to me. I didn't qualify here, but I got to go. I got to... Next one, I'm going to win for sure. Yeah, so it motivated you, that loss. It motivated me tremendously. And one time, I just remember the amount of how hard I trained when I got back. And I was like, you know what? I Forget it. I got to come, I gotta come hard, man. I got to come and win this next qualifier. And things that I did was I always attributed um, boxing and like like success in boxing and sport is visualization. Yeah. Because I I used to write these things out, like I'm going to qualify in Tijuana, Mexico for the Olympics, and I post them up everywhere in my house. But give me, give me an example of um, what you would actually visualize. Would you visualize like certain combinations and what you were going to do? Or you just visualize your arm in the air, like the ref holding your arm in the air after the at the end of the fight. Great like, question. What, what, what were you? Yeah, also all types of scenarios, all types of scenarios. You had to be realistic. You had to be. Yeah, of course you want to qualify and do this and that. Yeah. But there's also there's a possibility something may happen. You may lose again or something or whatever. You have to be prepared. So how did you? So how how did it go? And when you came back, then for that, so it was just it was. Did hard. you win it every was, every bout to then, qualify? Then when I went to Tijuana yeah, for, for the Tijuana. my first fight, but well, being an underdog, I fought 
Omar Navarez, and he was number two in the world. He's still, he was fighting up until yeah. recently. Yeah, he was number two. Uh, and as an amateur, when I fought him, he was number two in the world. He won world championship WBO. He yeah. was a flyweight. I think he, he was lost pretty good. Inui, actually, fought yeah, Inui. he did. Yeah. He went to Japan. Yeah. Um, and so everyone thought I was going to lose his fight. Like, oh, this guy's number two in the world. Man, I shot the world. I came came nice. there. I beat. I beat Omar Navarez. I. I beat him four to one. The scores were close. I was, I was smart. I, you know, it was such a hostile environment in Mexico. You know, you got another Spanish fighter speaking. Oh fighter. yeah, that's tough. And the Canadian good. dude coming in. And you gotta that. That's the thing. Like Julian, um, what in his fight? Julian Williams and being an underdog, five to one, just because. People say that you can't do that, you can't do this. It doesn't mean you listen to them. Don't even listen to them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think even he, listen. I think that's what successful people in general do is you don't listen to the the naysayers. And then mm-hmm. did you, and then who, do you remember who you fought in the next round uh, after that? Because that must have boosted your confidence. When it comes confidence. to boxing, I, I, especially my own, yeah, I remember you, everything, yeah, man. Yeah, I know, it's funny. Then I fought, the next fight I fought, Roberto Benitez, and Roberto Benitez is... He he fought for USA. He's from New York, and as a selpa, uh, he fought for USA, but he lost to Jose Navarro at one hundred twelve um, uh, for the US championship. Okay. And he lost to him, so he defected, went to Dominican Republic. Didn't defect, but he just signed up for Dominican Republic. Sure, he represented them. I beat him. That was a big upset too. Then nice. I fought another guy from Venezuela. Alexander Espinosa and I beat him easily and then so I was I go into the then to the final but I didn't even fight in the final because it was like you know I'm I'm I had a hard time making weight and I've already qualified now gold and silver would qualify oh, okay so I already qualified right. so I didn't I, the next day um <laughs> we actually a bunch of us that, that that night because we all qualified. A lot of us went. The Canadian team we were the only ones where guys guys didn't even weigh in and then go and fight that day. There's like buys, like three, four buys. So you didn't couple fight buys. in the gold medal no, round. I just got huh? the no. I didn't fight. Went out the night before. You were chilled. Too much the night before. Celebrated like we're going to Sydney Olympics, That's the awesome. games of the millennium. That's awesome. Yeah, why risk? Uh... What, what why why risk point? it? That's what it was. Why risk it? Like yeah. you, whenever you fight and go in a boxing ring, you're always risking that yeah. you're something to happen. Yeah. To, to, something may happen, yeah, right? For sure. So it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's how that's how that went down. Nice man. And there. then it was off to Sydney. Yeah. Then it was off to Sydney. My first Olympics, and that was such a great experience. Like just being in the in the Olympic Village. Oh. Um, like just to, with all these the athletes, and the thing was, it's so funny because a lot of the guys on our team, like Mars Simmons or whatever, they'd always be like, they'd always laugh because I always knew all a lot of the athletes in the Olympics. Like, I knew them, like, I know her, that's Martina Vardalova, that's there. I used to point them out and tell people who they were. <laughs> I was always a fan, a fan of, always a fan nice, of the Olympic man. movement, and and sports and yeah. athletes and yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. an awesome experience. Very few people have experienced that. Yeah, that was, as an it, athlete, it was quite. It's quite the experience. I mean, I could always remember walking into the stadium when they're 
They're um Jeez. they're announcing the countries That's, alphabetically. What an honor, man! Oh man, and then there's a hundred something thousand screaming fans, and everyone loves Canadians, right? Yeah, around yeah. the world, but everyone loves us. We're not like Americans, where they they boo you and so, they love us. I and, think we did well in that in that Olympic Games. Yeah, the Canadians. Yeah, thank God. We, we, One guy won, got a bronze in the triathlon. I forget his name, but they they had Daniel Agali who was a wrestler. He got a gold medal. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, it was a it was a great Olympics because yeah. it was in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we did. I remember we did well. I think Canada put some money into the athletes. Yeah, probably not the boxers, but yeah. The well, athletes. they never do. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. It was yeah, quite quite the experience. I fought Algeria. In the first fight, and I beat Algeria. Then I fought Thailand in the next round, Weijin Pomid. And this guy won the gold medal that I fought. And oh, my really? fight with him was close. It was 11-7. That's a close fight. Yeah, yeah and amazing. he ended up winning the gold medal, Weijin Pomid. The little, yeah. like a little Thai, like, quick and fast and self-bite. And then, man, man, like, come and fight me, man. You know, but he just walked, he was quick. He was smart. Out. Then he started praying and like do all this praying stuff they do. Yeah, yeah. You know how the yeah. Thais do that little, Muay Thai, especially Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah the Muay Thai. Yeah. They had that ceremonial. Yeah. They all bow. Yeah. He had the he had the um, uh, a big a big picture of the uh, 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 the king of Thailand. Oh yeah. And he's waving that yeah. around the ring, king of Thailand. And then this guy Weijin Pondlin. So he, after he won the gold medal, yeah. so he retired right away. And he, right away, they gave, like in those countries, they honor you big time. Like they give you, uh, he got a lot of money. He got a bunch of money, like one point something million. He okay. got a new house, new car, job in the police force. He's set for life. Wow, wow, right? man. But the one thing about that is like, because they don't have that many medals right. anyways, right? right. So if we did that over here or USA or we whatever, we couldn't afford it. Even though they do in the USA, yeah. they give they do a, with with that is like to be honest, my 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 thought on it is like Summer Olympics is a real Olympics because it involves so many different sports, all the sports, and Winter Olympics is not really. It's more for the rich. I, I know that. That's, but I know hey, where you're going with that. But yes, that's just is my an thought. Expensive, I understand. They're all skiing expensive, is an expensive sports. Sport. Snowboarding is an expensive sport. Anything where you're going down a hill, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, because you got to pay basically to get up the hill in the yeah, first pay place. Pay to play. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, not to say I'm tremendous athletes, and we always yeah. do really well in that. And Olymp- we we do really well in the in the Winter, in the Olympics. Winter Olympics. Absolutely, we're known as one of the powers. Yeah, yeah, Team Canada. Gotta love it. So, um, back to that that card. There was also uh, that Miguel Navarrete or yeah, however you pronounce his Mig- name. Miguel Birchlet. Oh, that was the other fight. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. What was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, yes. Navarrete. Yeah. Yeah. Navarrete. He's good, man. I like the way. Emmanuel Navarrete. Navarrete. Yeah. And tough kid. Isaac Dogboy. I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Their first fight um, was in December 8th. It was a beating. It was a, such a beating that why would a rematch be called so on this fight? Okay, so that's interesting you say that because also with the Bershultz or whatever Yeah, Bershultz. 
he fought uh, Vargas in the yeah. first fight. Yeah. He beat him down pretty good too. So yeah. why did both these guys get rematches? Uh, I don't no, that, that I don't. I, I don't, don't agree. They... Uh, wait, I don't agree with you here for a sec. That for the Navrat fight, um, the and uh, Vargas. So uh, sorry, it was Vargas and Birchlet. Their first fight was kind. It was there was some competition. It was competitive, even though Birchlet clearly won. But Isaac Dawboy took a serious beating. Yeah, yeah. In the in the in the fight, and he got knocked with out Navrat. in the rematch too. Actually, he didn't get knocked. They, I his, think they, his dad, his, his dad they stopped. Said, Don't it. go out anymore. Thank yeah. God, the guy. Okay, yeah. one thing is the guy. He, he's five two. From Accra, Ghana, five yeah. two, and he's fighting Small. a five foot seven yeah. Mexican fighter. That's just a killer, man. He is. A killer. But I gotta disagree with you. I I thought right from the beginning of the bell, first bell in the first fight with Bereshets, yeah, Bear Schultz, whatever his name yeah. is, yeah, Bereshets, Ber- uh, against Vargas. I thought even though Vargas has come back in the past, and we've seen that happen. That's how we got the belt. In the first place, but in this fight, he this kid was younger, mm-hmm. much stronger, mm-hmm. and he was just looked like he was overpowering them in in every exchange in the first fight. Twenty seven, twenty seven years old. Yeah, he's he's reaching his uh, his prime now. So he's a he's a tough guy too, and he's big. He's strong. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but, but uh, the, yeah. So why are they making the these rematches? Why and that's top, that top rank Bob Aaron made the rematch with Dogboy and Navarrete, um, Navarrete. That Dogboy had no chance. Like at the time of the stoppage, Navarrete was ahead one hundred nine to ninety nine on two judges cards, and then one hundred nine ninety eight. Dogboy is twenty now falls to twenty and two fourteen kills, but Navarrete twenty seven and one. 23 KOs. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Navarrete landed 314 punches, 215 which were power shots, and Dogboy only landed 121 of 523. Yeah. No, I don't know why they made that fight. Um, why would that? Why would it? Why would um? Why would Dogboy and his father even take that fight? There's yeah. no way you're gonna win. There's no way. They, this was. You're not. There's levels. There's yeah, levels, look, I, and I hope you got paid well. It's all all we can say about. Well, that. I I don't even think is they. I try to look for purses, but it. I don't think so. That I don't think they get paid well because first of all, the smaller weight class fighters. Yeah. Right, and yeah. and even world world champions, top guys, unless you're like over like in 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 Japan making all the the yeah. yen there. They're not getting paid a lot at all here. I don't know. They take the same risk. Um, smaller gloves too, right? They do. I think they should. They're they do. eight or ten ounces. Their gloves. Yeah, they're eight ounce. Anything one hundred forty-seven yeah. pounds and below. Yeah. They wear eight ounce gloves okay. in professional, that, and then ten paid. ounce for above. Right. So they should be paid more. I. I. I or, or just I, equally, it should all be equal. It's equal risk. And then women should get paid the same as men for sports and, and the stuff. Where where do we draw a line? Yeah, well, they're just not as exciting. 
<laughs> I think we'll win it. I didn't hear We've covered that. We've covered that already. Wait, I didn't hear you. Episode six, I think we yeah, covered yeah, that. We let's not go we back did. there just in let's case. Bring, let's bring people can write comments. Let's so bring that let's there. bring that up and no. let's let's find that and <laughs> let me find it find it on Spotify. No way. Um but uh yeah, so anyways, um some other news. Yep. And just about Harold Letterman and yeah, how passing, passing away. away of Harold Letterman. Um, pretty sad, 70, 79 years old, and yeah. he, was, he was battling cancer. Um, he was good. He was he was he was great to listen to. Uh, to be honest, I I liked his score, unofficial scorecards, and I thought they were most of the time they're pretty good. He uh, was pretty good. It wasn't too man. If I I. I... Because I always score fights. Okay, Jim. Yeah, I liked his energy. Okay, and stuff. Jim. Right. Yeah. Well, I gotta tell you. Okay, Jim. I gotta tell you. But you know, may he rest in peace, of course. But I, I, a lot of his fights I didn't agree with. Yeah. You know, and there again, it, he was H, uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah. HBO. Um, unofficial commentary. Yeah. I, I. Okay, Jim. Hey, I got a question for you. Uh huh. Talking about scorecards, so I've seen some pro fights where they post the fight, the scorecards right. after each round, yeah. and the corner knows mm-hmm. what the score and is the rest from round to round. Yeah, stuff. and everybody knows. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? I think Good they, thing, they, they do to, it as a thing. fighter. Would you want that? Would you want to know as you're going round yeah, by round? I think so because yeah. at least it takes away from um, the possibility of there being. Uh, some contra- huge controversial okay. decision or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You can see it unfold and <laughs> as then, a story instead of being surprised true. at the end, and then you're like, "What?" But but and also, I mean, some of the the excitement out of the mystery of finding out that anticipation is gone. But that's yeah. cool. But yeah. do you think also uh, as a fighter, if you see that you're behind? You may be a little more motivated. Oh, I lost that round. Okay, yeah. I gotta. I, gotta I, I think come so back for harder. sure. I think so for sure. Yeah, that happens. And then, and even for the guy winning, maybe takes his foot off the gas pedal a little bit because yeah. he knows I'm winning. Like De La Hoya did when he fought Trinidad. I was just gonna bring <laughs> that took, up. He took his foot right off the pedal. Look at that. Right. But I off. still thought he won the fight. I think he. I thought he. Had I, I did 100 percent. Thought he won the fight. Yeah. yeah same thing. I totally believe they worked yeah. him off. Yeah. Don King has something to do with it. Don King, it turned out fighter. That was brutal. Uh, Trinidad was his fighter. Yeah, um, and he was a great fighter, Felix Trinidad. Puerto Rico, he yeah, was. Yeah, man. he was good. He was good. Good. He was really good. Yep. Got yep. big puncher. People love knockouts. Yeah. Uh, Manuel Seward, rest in peace. Always said it. He told Donna Stevenson, knockouts sell, and that that's what it was, man. Knockouts yeah. sell. Everyone loved Tyson. Everyone loves knockout punchers. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Although we like the technical finesse guys now. Yeah, yeah, the for pu- sure. If the knockout comes, we'll take it. But uh, And you can't look for the knockout. The knockout, if it's going to come, it's going to come. I remember one time, dog, I yeah. was fighting this guy from England. That's the same fight where you knocked that guy out. Yeah, yeah. It was in like seventh round, and I hurt him. And I had him hurt. And I'm like, I'm taking him out. Bang, bang, bang. I started throwing all these punches. I punched myself out. I didn't have anything left. Yeah. And luckily the the bell was just about to sound because I was like, just I couldn't let go out. I, I, my coach would always say, maybe this is inappropriate. 
Don't blow your load. Yeah. Is that on appropriate? That's that... not too bad. Okay. <laughs> Depends on the context. Bill Grant, much love. Depends on the context. But um, but you were going hard to the body on that guy. I remember that fight, too. Yeah. And I think that, that was what was bringing his hands down finally, and then you knocked him out. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. Set it up. Yeah. Set it up. Boxing is... Boxing is not just go in there and just let's fight. It's methodical. Uh, and that's what you love, that, that aspect I of boxing. That that's aspect. what it's all the strategy, about. Strategy, planning ahead for later rounds. It's a, that's what makes Defense, it so beautiful. Defense, Whitaker, all yeah. that stuff. It's, it's always really nice, right? You know, they just showed uh, on ESPN, um, uh, they do classic fights now, and they showed the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and again, like... You just see how uh, cool, calm, and collected Mayweather Floyd. is, yeah. even when he's under pressure and backed in the corner. He still not taking. He still didn't take a lot of punches in that fight. No, and the he, score no, was fa- it was a fair score. No, I it thought. was totally fair. Yeah, man. that fight was, but it was boring. That fight was boring. Man. It was, but the, you know the controversy with that fight is is Pacquiao knew he had an injury. Right. he didn't disclose it. Yeah, and. For, uh, yeah, so that's so a risk of having the fight canceled, right? Because look at uh, they made so much money off that fight. Yeah, but 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 you're you're sign you got to sign a just before yeah. the fight you got to yeah. release if you have any injuries. Yeah, and yeah. He didn't do that. I don't know if he paid no. a fine or if there is any uh, consequence to that. But I think there should be. Yeah, maybe yeah. not a fine, but they're they're. They got to prevent that from happening. Yeah, because that's that's a you get excuses. B mm-hmm. you don't get a product, and if you're paying seventy five bucks, get a product. and then eighty yeah. bucks for that pay per view, yeah, you're right. not get you're kind of being if cheated. And if you're a promoter and stuff, you promote this guy, and hey, you you're injured. I don't even know about it, and you're you know you you're this is one of the reasons that attribute to your lot. Well, you didn't really have a to be honest, you didn't really have a chance against Mayweather. Mayweather is too good for him. Paco. But actually, speaking of Pacquiao, yeah. his fight with Thurman is confirmed, are and you, they're fighting hundred yeah? percent. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, I I know you hate predictions. Uh, one time Thurman. I mean, sorry, sometime Thurman. Sometime. That doesn't that doesn't mean he's not a a, a really high level boxer because he's changed to a sometime Thurman. Sometime. Uh, you know Thurman. me, I'm a big fan of Thurman. Um, I'm just looking for the my, day, I If that fight happens, like you say it's going to happen, I uh I think Pacquiao's in over his head. Yeah, no it's happening. 100% it's happening. You know, um, Thurman's I'm movement, just... Thurman's got good footwork, his movement, he hits hard, he's smart. Um S- sorry, sorry. What did you say like so you think I think Thurman takes that fight. He did, yeah. 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 I know you don't like making predictions. No, I, I, I do. I actually I agree with you on your... Yeah, yeah and, I, and, I, and I don't think it's going to be a knockout, but um, he's in against a, a young lion. I don't, I don't think he's going to win. I think it could be... He'll take a few rounds, but uh, Thurman is... You know, Porter is as quick as Pacquiao is now because I think Pacquiao's lost some speed. Porter comes forward. Porter puts pressure, constant pressure, um, and that's why I think you know Thurman uh, he can handle pressure mm-hmm. with his footwork and his lateral movement. I think I think he's going to have a tough, real tough time, and I think he's not going to be so eager to get inside Pacquiao once he gets hit with a few hard punches from Thurman because Thurman's got some power. 
So I, I don't see that going. I see it a very risky fight for Pacquiao. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm they're trying thinking. To, I, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to vision it, envision yeah. it, and just them two fighting in the ring. Yep. And I actually really can really see, because I'm using my psychic ability right now, guys. Yeah. Um, I can really see Pacquiao winning this fight. Really? Yeah. Because of... Because honestly, like, I know I've spoken to you before about about it, about, I mean, about it, that Thurman may have um, started uh, coming, declining. No, I'm not going to say the word declining, but it's not going to get any much better for Murray's at now. Maybe he's going to start coming down. And this, he, basically, put it this way, he's ripe for the picking right now. He could be, because he only had one fight coming back with Josecito Lopez. But yeah. again, um, I, I, I I think that fight was, there was a lot of ring rust. There was uh, mm-hmm. the time off. For uh, sure. And you're testing doing... the shoulder or the yeah. elbow, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Um, I think now you'll, he'll probably feel more confident in rise. But you're right. Let's you're see. Right. Let's, Let's see. see. It can go one. I love it that, that's fight, that, yeah. that fight's happening. That's great, man. Pacquiao's got to be in a high caliber fight. This is probably going to be a pay per view fight. But hang on, how did this fight happen? Because it's top rank. You think with the fight though? And it's uh, it's a terrible Pacquiao imitation. No, <laughs> okay, it's not bad. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I love Pacquiao. Uh, Jinky, um, Jinky, I love Jinky. But how how is this fight even happening? Because it's top rank representing. Uh, promoting Pacquiao, yeah. and it's PBS. It's Al Heyman with Thurman. Hmm. And remember, remember what? Right, what, right. Because that's basically about, the the, the um, Earl Spence Earl, and right, and Crawford. Crawford. This is this. So if this I fight saw, can happen, yeah. that means that the Crawford Spence fight can, can happen. happen. Anything can happen. Okay. They've they've done it before. They've had like Tyson fight uh, Lennox Lewis from True. HBO and Showtime coming together. Um, so it's it's happened before, yeah. and they can money talks, man. If there's money in it involved, let's make it happen okay. any way that we can make it happen. But then there, we make cannot hear any more excuses about it not happening for Crawford and Spence. Then there, if the promotion right. thing can happen, yeah, then, then that then, fight can happen. Yeah, yeah, and that fight needs if, to happen. The thing is, because uh, Julio Cesar Chavez said it before too. He's like, if somebody really wants a fight, they're gonna get it. Like. Most of the time, for sure. I know his network's here, but I mean, if somebody, he always said, if he, if the guy really wants it, he's going to push it so hard. Like, I'll be bothering all the time. Like, let's fight, man. Let's fight. Yeah. Like, Shannon Briggs, how he shows up and Vitaly, uh, yeah. Vladimir. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. He's so annoying, man. That's but you annoying. know what that let's go, champ is? What? It's not about, he's not saying to Klitschko. He wasn't saying that you're the champ. Oh. This is his way. I saw him on the Rogan podcast. Interesting guy, though. Mm-hmm. I really have respect for Rogan him on Rogan podcast. And yeah. he talked about that's how he psychs himself up. That's how he gets himself in a positive frame of mind and, and overcomes, um, you know, his trials. Is he's like, let's go, champ, telling himself he's the champ. Like a I see, I see, pumping himself up, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's a funny. Good. That, that's good. Anyways, well, there's who cares? Funny... It's annoying. It's annoying to a lot of people, yeah. but you know, it, there's a really funny clip of 
Klitschko in yeah. California stand up paddle boarding. Yes, yes. And he comes on the. Uh, he goes rolling the up there, yeah. And creating waves yeah. and Klitschko goes flying in the water. That is hilarious. What does he do? That's Just round sits one, man. Hey, he's promoting, self promoting. Good for you. You had your chance against his brother Vitaly and you got beat up. Yeah, he and did. put in the hospital and stuff. He did. Um, he had a great body shot, though. He was good at body shots, Shannon. He was, he was, he was a right, pretty dude. tough dude. He was all right. And he's, old, he's in his 40s or something now, too. No, so, anyway. So ster- steroids. Look at, look at the guy, man. Yeah. Like, he's been caught before with steroids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Who knows? Let's not speculate. We're just throwing it out there in the universe. Okay. For y'all to... Yeah, we got an earlier episode where we talked a lot about steroids, right. too. yeah. Um, and just and yeah, and just like our thought of like in a sport like boxing where yeah. you can kill somebody and have an advantage like that can can do some severe damage. So we don't we're not for that at all. Exactly, and even if it's like like the steroids generally are the ones that that give you that extra strength. Um, the EPO is for endurance right. that they use, but that's also that that's also dangerous because normally. Guys fatigue a little bit. The power mm-hmm. decreases a mm-hmm. little bit. But That's if some true. guys endurance and is he's just still, like... You're still going. And hitting just as hard in the 12th round as the yeah. first. Um, I remember... And, hit, and the other guy's a little fatigued. Yeah. Da- that's when damage happens. I remember like my what, what my friend Trevor... Uh, sometimes we're, we we used to go in the ring together. We just hit the body and stuff. This is like recently all the time he used to. And he'd always like joke around that he's a funny guy. He'd always be like, he's off steroids, he's off steroids. Because cause I kept bringing it like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Just br- Sometimes, it, it's so you can't say, you can't put that on somebody right. until you actually know if it's factual. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You know, yeah. so. And it's still innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Even though in these times, you're... Seems like in the two thousands, like you're you're guilty before you got to prove your yeah. innocence, as opposed to they got to prove you're guilty. So yeah, yeah we can't. It is in it's the just US. speculation. Yeah, especially in the U.S. But mm-hmm. so it's speculation about certain dudes on steroids. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I'd rather wait, find out, see what the testing is. And yeah, we'll make our conclusions. Um, you know, so how we were talking about Philadelphia yep. and Kyle Lowry and Kyle Lowry's wife and Bernard Hopkins and yes. and Philly fighters and Julian Williams, Williams with his big win on the weekend and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to just talk about Bernard Hopkins. And so listen to this. And pre- this is really cool, man. I really respected Bernard Hopkins for how he's changed his life and 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 my my thing here is like what did I write here, Doc? Oh, you need your glasses, eh? Need my glasses. Oh shoot! It's not it's not how you start; it's how you finish. Yeah. It's not how you start; how you finish. Yeah. So Bernard Hopkins is among five others receiving honorary degrees from Temple University. Um, he's gonna receive a Doctor of Humane Letter. I'm not sure what that. A doctorate of humane letter. I'm not that I think it's his either. contribution to like humanity. Exactly. Like, he's done that's a lot of I, yeah. Work for, that's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. So oh awesome. Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. And so Temple bestows honorary degrees upon leaders from many different backgrounds and fields of achievements that exemplify the university's ideals and commission and mission. 
So they're really cool. So just just a little bit about Bernard Hopkins. Bernard H. Hopkins. Do you yep. know his initial is H? Hopkins? No, I didn't know that. Okay, now you know. See it? See, we learn a lot on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, he's a former professional fighter, Bernard Hopkins. Bernard H. Hopkins grew up in Raymond Housen Projects in North Philly. Uh, his adolescence was marred by interactions with the, with the criminal justice system. Yeah. Today, Hopkins uses deal those experiences to encourage the youth who are facing inner city challenges to, quote, fight like a champion and be like a champion, quote. And that's very admirable. It's all about that. Um, at the age of a little bit about him, and at the age of 17 and why he's so commended and so looked, Highly upon, um, at the age of seventeen, he re- he received an eighteen-year prison sentence for strong-arm robbery conviction. Okay, he was exposed to boxing while incarcerated. After five years in prison, he pursued the sport of boxing. I remember how we talked about um, how if something happens, then don't give up and yeah. keep the you know it's not how you um, just like. It, it, it's it, like look how look how important that is. That that's important. Look at this guy. What he did here. Um, he went to prison. He did five years. Came out, and he pursued boxing, which he learned in jail in, in the Philly jail. Yeah. And then box. And then look at his career. Hopkins retired in 2016 after earning 55 wins and world championships in two weight classes. At the age of 49, became the oldest, the oldest boxer in the history of sport to win a world championship, right? So it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah. Um, during the last few years of his career, Hopkins became a minority par- partner with Golden Boy Promotions and is still involved with the company today. And he's still involved with, with the company today through philanthropy and mentoring. He's still involved with the community in Philadelphia and stuff, and and that's that's amazing, just very, very admirable. Well, you know, I when you listen to him speak, also he's a very intelligent guy. Yes, he and he's he thinks when he speaks. He reminds me of myself. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, he's just and he speaks intelligently. He thinks before he speaks. Uh, very wise guy, intelligent guy, and he's also what I liked about him. What I do like about him in his later career, he talked about a couple things. He talked about what his ability to still fight was mm-hmm. based on a couple things. One was his nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he always ate well, always took care of his body, always. and in between fights, he didn't yo-yo his diet. What a lot gain. of fighters do. Exactly. So always ate well. And continues to this day too. And he also, as he got older, he he did what's called age appropriate training. So instead of running, which is tough on the knees, mm-hmm. hips, and joints, especially mm-hmm. when you're a little bit older, he would he stopped running and he did more swimming, which is way easier on the body, and you get crazy good endurance from that as well. So he was also very thoughtful about how he trained in that. Hey, I'm not tw- in my 20s anymore, so yeah. I can't train like the same way mm-hmm. I did in my 20s. So he changed it up and did 
changed how a 40-something-year-old would Changed smarter, not harder. Yeah, a lot smarter. So mm. his body, going into a fight, he was even fresher and, and just as prepared as when he was running when he was in his 20s. So right. really admirable guy. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. And a great fighter, smart fighter, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he was always that that nice. He had that nice defense. Didn't get hit a lot. Nope. That attributes to his longevity yep. in the sport. Yeah, is for sure. not being not getting hit. That I mean, mind you, he used to come in with that head and he used to have yeah, that. Everybody head. complained about that. Everyone complained about that. A bald head like that coming yeah. right in your face and everything, but. Um, and he like would set, set traps. Set traps. Go back in the corner, have a set of trap. Uh, I love his little tutorials that he does. Sometimes you ever see some of them in Ring magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He I used to do those. the Ring magazine yeah. one, and just uh, you know the the the, the, the American Philly moves, Detroit, <laughs> yeah. like the like a nice nice yeah. stuff. Yeah. The art of boxing. Art of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, like catching shots here, rolling, bang, bang, doing that, bang, bang. <laughs> He goes. Like see? Now he's got the video, so you guys get yeah. to see what he's made of. Because that's what I used to do, um, even when we didn't have the video. I'd be like, right, Doc? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're absolutely. Talking, you're absolutely. talking, and I'm like, yeah. I think that's what motivated us to get this uh, on video. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I texted him earlier today. I'm like, make sure let's get the video going. Yeah, you, he, he, he was in like a, uh, a sweatsuit earlier. Yeah. To, to, and in the sauna, just yeah. to lose weight, to look yeah. good for the yeah, camera. Yeah, just, just losing, that, losing that weight. Good move. Uh, I used to do that. I used to do that like sometimes when I go home, when I go back to Windsor and I see my dad because my dad, you know, dad, especially my dad, he was always like, oh, look at you. Look, you look like you're heavy. You're not training. You're not whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'd like, go to the sauna, sweat it out and stuff and then, I drive like all the way to Windsor, dehydrated as hell, and then, hey, Dad. <laughs> Is this what you wanted? <laughs> look, how, he's, he, he would never say, like, you look good, you look whatever. It was just. Whatever, like whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, that 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 was that generation. Tough too, love. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't they didn't want you to to get soft, right? Yeah, yeah. mentally or physically. So, mm -hmm. I think we've concluded everything on our program today, our episode. Mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, this is our first inaugural episode. It's going to be on YouTube. Um, this is history right here. This is, is it. The history. Yeah, in the making. save this puppy. And uh, so subscribe if you like what you hear. In the comments, again, if you have constructive criticism, ways we can improve it, um, we'll listen to it and we'll keep trying to do better. And uh, we got some fights coming up we're going to talk about. Yeah. We've got some heavyweight fights coming up. Um, so stay tuned till next week and uh, we'll get into some of the fights uh, that we've seen and, and ones that are coming up and some other controversial uh, topics in boxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, guys. So that that's it for today's episode. And um, y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> we should play the theme music from the yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. We should. But I, I'm changing up the song, eh? For yeah. the closing. For the closing. Yeah, let's hear it. Because this is gonna be a little bit different. Hey, you know? Oh you know yeah. I was representing Drake. It's Toronto. Hey. 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 Yeah. Although we may not be able to use this on YouTube anymore. Oh, yeah. have his permission. Oh, yeah, you're right. Is it gone forward? Oh, without his permission. We, we may need to change this up. S class. A lot of class. 70s, baby. That's where it was at. <laughs> All right, guys. Ciao for now. We're out.